This is Big Tasty Sports. Welcome to week four of Best Bets. We're getting things rolling a little bit. Had a good week last week. I hope that you had a good week betting the NFL. A little bit of a recap before we jump into the picks this week. Last week, overall, the picks went 11 and 7. But those confidence three-level picks really did well. Six and two last week. We're now at 17 and eight overall. So if you were just taking the confidence level three picks, you'd be in good shape at this point. Confidence level two, not quite as good. Five and five, nine and 10 overall. So those are living right around 500, which we know with juice is not good enough, though some of those are plus money picks. So right around 500 for those. And then the level one picks are the ones that have been really bad. 0-0 last week, so nobody had a confidence level one pick. Maybe we're all finding things that we feel more confident about. Those are one and five overall. So those have been what we thought, not as I have confidence. One real uh, uptick last week is everybody has to make a plus money pick on the show. If you if this is your first time, people make three picks and one of those has to be for plus money. Those picks were struggling, but last week, five and one on plus money picks to bring those to eight and nine overall for the season. So hopefully getting right there, hopefully we'll continue that. But at eight and nine, those are living somewhere around 500 at this point, even with a bad start to the season the first two weeks. And overall, if you had taken every pick that's been shared on this show, if you were $100 better, you would be up $699. So, you know, seven-unit return, basically, on the season so far. If you were taking every pick, and again, uh, just those confidence level three, it would be a lot better than that, even. In terms of individual cappers, a lot of people went two and one last week, but got to give it up to D-Nice. Who, went, who swept last week. So it was a great week for him. Um, and again, a lot of other people at two and one. Before we jump into the picks, as always, uh, obviously it is a huge help if you're watching this and you're getting some good stuff from it. If you could just go to the YouTube channel and subscribe, if you're already watching it there, just click that button to subscribe and give it a like. It's just a click, not too hard to do. If you're listening on the podcast, would hugely appreciate if you would go and give a five-star review Wherever you're listening to the podcast, that obviously helps to increase engagement with the show. And the last thing is, I know that this is a recording, but I'll definitely be checking comments on YouTube. So I'd love to hear what you think about these picks. What are your best bets for the week? This week, we got the hurricane news. So how do you think the hurricane is going to affect the games on Sunday? Share those things in the comments. Would love to interact with you there. Or you can interact with me or any of the other people on the show on Twitter. All of those Twitter handles are in the show description. All right, enough jibber-jabber from me. Let's make some picks. Next up is a guy who will stop at no length to join Best Bets. Kevin, coming to you from the, the path of the hurricane. How's it going, man? Are, are you doing all right? I'm doing all right. We got a, we got a little rain now. Tomorrow's supposed to hit. It's supposed so, to be like, like an hour north is, from what they say now, going to be a direct hit. Okay, Wow. Yeah, and we're recording I, this on Tuesday night. So, um, yeah. do you know what time it's supposed to get there? Um, I roughly like tomorrow afternoon slash night. Okay, so like I'm, everything's closed till Friday. Yeah, you were like, just saying you like barely made it to the store. I just I, I was doing my my NFL work, and I'm like, let me go to the store real quick because I don't have alcohol. 
got there. I get to the counter. I'm like, so you guys open tomorrow? They're like, no, actually, we close in five minutes, and we're not opening back up till Friday. And I, I won't make a better decision all week. If I win every game, that'll be the best decision I made. That's right. That's right. The, the picks are just gravy at this point, man, after oh, getting yeah. that decision in. You know, yeah. when people when people tune into best bets, like they come for, for some picks, but now you get a weather update too. Oh yeah. Literally I mean I'm expanding the, the range here. I'm I'm literally the gonna be the first like well, as soon as it makes landfall, it's gonna be right here. Man, you know what I'm saying so. I'm gonna, I'm gonna know. I'm gonna be boots on the ground. They already moved the uh, UCF game to Sunday. Oh, did they? They're gonna okay. get some college football on Sunday. I didn't see that. Okay, I wouldn't be surprised if a couple other games get moved. Yeah, we'll see with Tampa and you Kansas know. City and stuff. Yeah, they, I, I think Sunday, they've been. But. Yeah, they've been practicing in Miami. I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be surprised if they played the game in Miami. To be right. honest, I mean, they're I can on see the road that for sure. It kind of makes more sense. Yeah, totally. Well, man, we definitely wish you the best and stay safe. Like, uh, I know you said you feel pretty confident things will be all right there, but definitely yeah. be, be hoping everybody there is staying safe. Yeah, so. I'm I'm on the second floor, so I'll be all right. No flooding for you. <laughs> That's good. Hope well, so. hey, man, you've been uh, you've been crushing the picks. Uh, another good week for you last week, so let's yeah. keep it rolling, huh? What do you yeah, want to yeah. start with this week? Um, I'm going to start with with a total. And I'm going to go Buffalo, Baltimore, over 51 and a half. Uh, you got two two top five offenses. Um, I think, you know, with Buffalo and all their injuries, I really don't think it had a chance to really get exposed the way the Miami game played out. I mean, if you look, Miami ran 39 plays. And they like – something with Mike McDaniel, he doesn't like to – hit the gas pedal until they need to very strange they're running the ball they're getting nothing and then you know i think tyreek had four targets you know waddle had like five targets you know and they're coming off 18 20 target games yep it's like it was very strange to me and you know they got it done but i didn't really as much as i love mcdaniel i didn't really like that game plan and you know it's small sample size in the nfl as it is if you only get 39 plays that's not enough to really do anything, you know, especially a couple of things don't go your way. So I think Baltimore will be able to do a little bit more to expose all those injuries. And then we know what Josh Allen and Buffalo's and the Ravens are 27th ranked defense right now. They're, they don't look too good like the old Ravens defense. Yeah, man, I agree. I was thinking that when I watched, I mean, mostly I'm watching red zone, but I'm also like right. flipping to some games. And I thought the same thing. The Ravens defense just did not look good. Mm -hmm. Um, no. very concerning, and I think they'll get healthier eventually. Yeah, they, well, or they might. <laughs> yeah. It's the Ravens. right, right. They're they're very unlucky. I mean, yeah, yeah. If they do, they'll they'll right. Right. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, man, that that makes sense. It looks like uh, I haven't checked the injury report, but I'm I'm I mean I know Micah hides out for the year, but right. uh, it look probably a lot of the other Buffalo defenders out again this week. Yeah, they're I think even one of the the. Even one of the backup cornerbacks, I think, might be yeah, wow. Phil okay. Jackson. I'm not, I'm not sure about that. Um, I think Poyer could be back, the other safety. Yep. Um, not sure about that. You know, Ravens get another one of the wide receivers back, who I kind of liked, Prochet. I mean, I didn't wasn't really a fan of Duvernay, but he's playing really good. 
Yeah. Well, they get another guy back. That's only going to help Lamar. Um, they're at home. You know, I, I don't expect them to stop Buffalo, and I expect Lamar to keep that MVP caliber season going. Yeah. Oh, this is – I was l- just looking at the injury report, and I was like, oh, all these guys are out. But that was for week three. So right, right, <laughs> I, don't, right. I don't have any help. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait till Thursday. Yeah, we'll wait, that's right. So, all right. Uh, so that's number one. Oh, what what confidence level do you want to go on that one? I'll go I'll go three on that one. Okay. Great. What's uh what's pick number two? Pick number two. I'm gonna go back to the Falcons. I'm gonna take the plus. I'm gonna take the points though. I see okay. plus two. You still saying plus two? Let me look right. Is it just like plus one and a half, plus two? I still yep. say. Uh yeah, I got plus two at minus one oh seven. Uh okay. points bet. So I'm I'm assuming you can get it other points bet does a lot of this minus one oh seven. And so yeah. I don't even know if that's fair if people don't have that book, but I'm sure it's right, right. Yeah, I think I know in, in Jersey and their Jersey PA, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I got I them when, in I was, when I was too. back home, I was betting at points bet. Yep. Um I don't know where but else. Either way, about. we got we got plus yeah. two either way. So yeah. Uh, Falcons, I, I, I like the way their offense is playing. I, I really do. And I was looking at, you know, the, the Browns, I kind of thought were going to be better on defense than they are. I really, I mean, with that, and I think, you know, other people did too, like that, that game against the Steelers, low total. And I think the Steelers are the worst. I mean, I think Mitch is the worst. I mean, I think they should give Pickett a shot. This week against the Jets would be perfect. And I don't know what they're waiting for in him, unless they're trying to lose, uh, which could be the case. But right, you know that, that secondary. I mean, Denzel Ward just fell off a cliff. I mean, if you look at his PFF grades the last couple of years, and then you look at it this year, I mean, he's one of the worst cornerbacks in the league. And like, you know, I, I I know they shouldn't have lost to the Jets, but like, you shouldn't have let that happen either. Like, oh, for real. It was like almost like you knew it was coming. Like after that first TD and they got the like you knew they weren't gonna stop Joe Flacco and the Jets. Yeah. Which is very, you know, eye opening. And then Garrett got in a car accident. I don't yeah. know if you saw that. You know, that's, that's a big deal too, man. I mean yeah. he's one of a few defenders in the league who can change a game by oh, himself. Yeah. You know, him so. and Donald to me are the top two that's yeah, far on the defensive deal. line to take over a game. And, you know, I think the Browns will be able to run the ball, but I'm not – Brissett, you know, they got Cooper. They're the, I saw the the rookie they drafted. He's rated as the worst wide receiver in the league so far. Wow. Um, you know, I don't – they don't really scare me much of the air. I just think Atlanta has more firepower, and the Browns they just don't seem to be able to stop people that much. So it's, it's pretty much simple as that for me. Yeah, man. I just a couple things. This is a game I've been looking at, and I haven't bet it yet. But some things there too that just were surprising to me. The Falcons have scored 26, 27, and twenty seven points. And I know, like it was Seattle last week and whatever, but but it was in Seattle. Right. Uh, and then the the Ravens and then the Browns were the other defense last week when I was watching, and that I was like, how the hell are they this bad? Mm-hmm. Receivers are just running wide open all over the place. I mean, and like you said, against a terrible offense, they looked. Horrible. So I, your spot, I, I agree completely with what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. The Falcons, I, I, I moved them up a little bit and I moved the Browns down in my ratings. Just not, again, not what I expected at the beginning of the year, but you kind of got to adjust once you see more things. Exactly. You do have it. to. So, 
All right, man. Well, I like it. That's one I may definitely be joining you on. We'll see because right. I've been been eyeballing it. So what? Uh, yeah, what, I, I think I think it, it, it. You do the opening line reports. It opened at a higher number, right? Yeah, I'd have to go pull up my spreadsheet. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure it opened like three and it got it got okay. that down. But okay. um, so for the, for my and then we'll do two confidence okay. on that. One. So Great. for my plus money pick, three team teasers. Are we? Oh yeah, on that? absolutely, absolutely. Okay, okay, okay. So my three team teaser, we're gonna go, and these are the teasers that I always like to play. Going through the key numbers, I'm sure. I don't know yep. if all the listeners know, but you like to go through the three or the seven either way. But we're going to go Broncos plus eight and a half from plus two. Rams plus eight and a half from plus two. And the Eagles down to 0.5 from six and a half. Six point teaser. I think you can get plus 125, plus 130 on that around that area. Yep. Uh, do you have a site you usually use for teasers or do you just kind of check around to see where you can get the best? Yeah, I kind of just see which one gives. I, I have a I have a PPH book that I use that gives pretty good odds on them. Gotcha. But they only let you do a certain amount of – they only let me do a certain amount of money on teasers. Okay. I don't know why. Because you're going to win them per, maybe. I don't. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's like for each team you're only allowed a certain amount of money. It's weird because I tried to tie a bunch to the Eagles and it just was like, nope. Okay. Nope. But Interesting. Yeah. But okay. just a quick breakdown of these yeah. couple games. You know, Broncos, not really. I, Nathaniel Hackett, man, that, that guy, not a big fan of him at all. You know, and I know that's kind of all of what everyone's saying, but like he, I just don't think he's a good play caller. Like at all. I mean, he he hasn't called plays since he was in Jacksonville, but it just seems like the Broncos are the best. Like when they're in desperation mode, and Russ is just doing his thing. It's like nothing to do with him. Anything designed, scripted, early in the game, they can't do anything. And you know, I kind of think I would lean Raiders in that game, and I don't really have a bet on it. But even if the Raiders go up two scores, I, I trust Russ more than anyone to get through the back door and make it a one-score game. Uh, Rams, Rams, I do like. I was gonna, I was gonna use them as my money line parlay. I, I think they okay. went straight up. Um, okay. Jimmy G. A lot of people, and as far as Vegas too, they kind of, they kind of have him as a big upgrade over Lance. And I don't know. I thought we didn't see enough from Lance. I thought Lance had a way bigger ceiling and it would have been better in a Shanahan offense and I just I don't know he's 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 an average quarterback you know he's Kirk Cousins Matt Ryan he's just he's never gonna win you a game like unless you know against good teams I'll say and I I still look at the Rams as a good team I think they're kind of getting off to a slow start I kind of look for them to get better as the weeks go on um, and whether that's just gelling together with Stafford injury, they just kind of been slow, but I like them in this spot. And my Eagles, I think it's kind of a tough game against the Jags. I, I'm, I'm big on the Jags, but this is a, this is kind of a step up in class. You know, they, they play great against the Colts. They played obviously great this past week. You know, I kind of, want to take that with a grain of salt that was kind of you know Bosa goes down herbert's really hurt i don't know why he played in that game 
very dumb coaching move by Staley. Yep. But, you know, Eagles at home, just get the win. You know, I think it'll be tight, though. Yeah, we'll see. I'm still – I'm like – I'm hesitating on the Jaguars. I mean, obviously they're better than I thought they would be. And maybe they're going to prove to me that they're, you know, top third of the league or something. But I think we went from this team that was terrible last year. And granted, Urban Meyer, Lawrence looks Mm -hmm. a lot better. So, again, I'm not saying they're not better. But right. I do feel like we're pretty hyped after three weeks. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Like you, we'll you, you don't you don't just go from like bottom to you can bang with the big boys like every week on the road. Like on the road, that's the other. No, thing. No, yeah, no, no. I don't. Philly, I mean, they're I they're good. They're they're AFC. They they can yeah. win the AFC South for sure. They could for sure. I agree. But so yeah. hey, so here's my question on that. I just went and looked up on DK what a mm-hmm. teaser would be. And I think there's some good options uh, from what I found there even. So a six point tease is plus 160, six and a half is plus 150 and seven point is plus 130. Well, so with the six point, you're, what do you get? Eight and a half, eight and a half. Uh, and five? The Rams are only, the Rams are only plus two on DK. So it'd be plus eight, eight with the Rams, That's eight and a half on Denver and then minus a half with Philly. On the yeah. six point T. Let's do that. I, I must okay. have to take that with the plus one sixty. Yeah, plus one sixty, man. That's some good plus money, right? Yeah, there. no, that's that's good. That's better. Than shit, I, that's just, Florida, man. They Florida slacking. <laughs> I might have to get that one. I, I I'm not gonna say it now, but just to, my my plus money bet is plus one sixty this week as well. So oh yeah, okay, okay. yeah. Get some. Right, we'll money. have to tune in to hear that. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. So awesome, man. Well, hey, thanks for jumping on in the midst of all that's going on there. And again, uh, all our best wishes with you. And we'll hope to talk to you and hope you're dry and everything here in a couple yeah, of Yeah, I know. I, I I got my portable charger. I'm just hoping I just – power's got to be on for Saturday and Sunday. That's all I need. For people like us, that's a high priority, right? That's so, all I need. Awesome. All right, hey, man. man. It's good to see you. Have a great good night. see you too. Have a good one. From one side of Florida with Kevin, we go to the other side of Florida with Yanni. How's it going tonight, man? It's going all right, man. Kind of, I think you were talking to Kevin, probably doing uh, some similar hurricane prep work here, but uh, we trying, were. Try, trying to mix in some football cap and work on it too. Well, it was funny at the end. I mean, other people have heard this, but at the end, he's like, as long as I have power by Saturday, I need to be able to watch football. <laughs> so. I, I feel the same, man. I feel the same. Yeah. Well, hey, man, before we jump into uh, the, the actual picks, any big picture thoughts as you've had a little time to to look at the slate for this week now? Um, you know, I know you liked it overall last week. How are you feeling about the overall slate this week? Well, you know, I, I did like it last week, had a mildly profitable week. Um, this week, I don't like it as much. I think the lines are pretty accurate, and I think that the windows – they closed quickly, meaning, you know, there were some games yeah. that, that were out there early that I think you could get. And I mean, we can start with a Thursday night game even, but you know, the, a lot of those lines that I think were bettable have now crossed to where I think you're, you're either looking to the other side or it's a pass. And for me, there's a lot of, a lot of passes on there. So compared to last week, th- this week, I don't know I'm telling you, these books are, they're as sharp as ever. And I mean, they've always been able to beat the, uh, beat the public, but they are as good as ever with these lines now. 
Yeah, it does get locked down pretty quick for sure. So, well, and uh, we usually say this at the end, but do make sure that you are following at the Bet Crushers on Twitter. I know as the week goes along, you get a number of different articles out, player props, DFS, the bets that you end up taking for the week. So we, we cover a few here, but there's a lot more. Um, so make sure you're following Bet Crushers if, if you aren't already. So, all right, man. Well, let's jump into the picks for this week. Wh- what do you want to start out with? All right, so I'm going to start out with an under, um, and I think it's been documented that unders are hitting at a pretty historic rate this season so far. Um, And, you know, I I think that'll eventually even out a little bit. I think the totals will come down and, uh, you know, teams offensively will probably get it clicking a little bit more. But I'm going to stick with one more under for right for this week, and that's going to be the Denver Broncos and the Las Vegas Raiders. Um, obviously a lot of concern with the Raiders 0 and three haven't been able to get it clicking. I do think that offense at some point is going to get it going, even though that offensive line has not played that well. Um, cars look, eh, they haven't run the ball exceptionally, exceptionally well. And, and really the, with the exception of that first game where they kind of force fed Devonte Adams, uh, they haven't done a lot with him. So I, when I look at that, I think this is, an, and we may have even talked about this a little bit, the Raiders to me right now are an under team until further notice. Um, yeah. Combine that with Denver, which to me is the ultimate under team. Yeah. Um, you know, right now their defense is playing well and they still can't really get it going offensively. It will be interesting to see. Obviously, they came back and won that game. Russell Wilson did just enough offensively to make that happen. It'll be interesting to see if that's kind of a springboard for them or if that was more of like an anomaly where they put it together and won the game. But right now, you can get 46 and a half at Bovada. So I'm taking the under on that. Um, I, I think that that's too many points. I see this game being more of that, you know, 20 to 17 type variety, 23, 20 type variety game. So I think that that under is a solid play for me here. Yeah, I definitely think that that is a solid play as well. All the stuff that you just said about these two teams and where they're at. I mean, I expected both teams to play better offensively. I think a lot of people did, but it's definitely not clicking to this point. And you get a good defense with Denver. So I think that that – and honestly, I sort of expected this total to be lower – when I when I was looking at the odds, I, I was thinking it might be like 42 and a half or 43, something like that. So 46 and a half is pretty solid. Agreed. We'll see if it drops as we go through the week, you know, but yep. Um, all right. What's what are you going with second? All right. So I have to ask the rules here. Am I allowed okay. to do a two team six point teaser? Is that absolutely is, okay? Just, I, we, I know. Just, we just haven't done player props on this show, but any other kind of derivative teaser, whatever is great. Just wanted to make sure because I know sometimes those have minus 120 juice uh, often on that. That's so all right. it's like a little different. Um, but, I, you know, I have a teaser that I really like here this weekend as well. Um, and the first leg is the Philadelphia Eagles. Right now they're minus six and a half. So obviously that takes them down to minus half a point. Um, they're at home. They're playing what's a, a maybe surprisingly good Jaguars team. I know we talked about them a little bit and said this team had some potential, um, and they're they're proving it. Uh, you know, Trevor Lawrence is playing some pretty good football. Defense is, has come a long way, it looks like, and they run the ball pretty well. So, you know, they've kind of put it together. We saw what they did to the Chargers, albeit a banged-up team, quarterback not completely healthy, all that. But I think that this is a tough spot for them. They're coming off of that big win they're going back on the road across to Philly, a team that's that's really playing well. 
And I think that Lawrence is going to feel some pressure that he didn't feel in that game with the Chargers last week. I, and that could lead to some mistakes. And then on the other side of the ball, I don't think that this Jaguars team is well equipped to handle an offense like the Eagles with that mobile quarterback um, and, and more so the variety or multitude of weapons that they have both on the outside and at the tight end position. Even though this Jags defense is overachieved, in my opinion, I don't like it here for them. I think that Philly wins this game at home. Might be close. Um, to be honest with you, I toyed with using Philly minus six and a half as a play because I think that they can win this by more than a, a touchdown. But um, I like them better in a teaser here. That way, if it's a close game, they, you know, they win a field goal, whatever, recovered. The second leg of that, I'm actually going back to Denver and Las Vegas again, and I'm going to take the Broncos and tease them up. Um, right now they're plus two and a half. So I'm going to take that up to the eight and a half um, divisional game. Again, I think Denver's defense is very good. If the Raiders win this game, I think it's a close win. I think that they win by a field goal at most a touchdown, but I think eight and a half with that Denver defense is too much. And Russell Wilson, even playing well, and I think we all can agree he's not necessarily playing great right now. He tends to play in close ball games more often than not. So teasing them when you can get over that one score and get the eight and a half along with the Eagles there. I like that. I feel pretty good about those, the, that two team teaser. I love it, man. So just to check on what, what number you get. So I went and did it on DK and you can get minus 120 there. Is that what you would get for that? Yeah. Now I play, I generally, I, unfortunately where I am in Florida, we don't have DraftKings. We don't have some sure. of those others. Um, but yeah, usually on Bovada, six point uh, two team teasers minus one twenty. Um, okay. I know some some of the other sites will give you minus one fifteen. Um, okay, but you know minus one twenty is what I'm comfortable playing. Okay, I just don't want to rob you of any value. You know. Yeah, yeah, no, no. <laughs> yeah, so it's great. Yeah, man, I'm I'm interested to watch this Philly Jacksonville game and see how Jacksonville can stay stack up with a, a dominant team like Philadelphia has been so far. And in Philadelphia, too, to your point. Right, so. right. Great. Okay. Um, all right. So two down, one to go. Where right. are we going to end up? Plus money bet. And, man, I, I toyed with about five or six different ideas here. And I'm 0 for 3 on my plus money bets with you this year. And I'm determined to hit one, which is why I think I I, I toyed around with so many different options here. <laughs> but what here's what I settled on here. And I, even though – out of the half a dozen that I looked at here initially, this wasn't one of my stronger ones. The more I delved into it, I liked it more. So I'm looking at an alt line with the Green Bay Packers minus 12 and a half. Um, okay. Right now they're minus 10 at most books. You can get them plus 115 um, at minus 12 and a half. So, uh, you know, I'm going to take a shot with that and feel like, hey, if they, if they can win by 10, they could win by 13, right? So, yeah. um, but, you know, I, I again, this... Belichick is going to find a way this season to keep his team in games. I mean, they were in that game with the Ravens. Um, you know, they they'll they'll play some games tough, but ultimately, the Ravens were too much for them, and and that's with the Ravens defense that hasn't been playing that great, and you know all that. I think that this is a great spot for Green Bay at home, where I think Aaron Rodgers is going to have his weapons as healthy as they've been this season, and I think they'll be able to put some points up on the board. And as far as New England goes. If they can't run the ball, and, and Green Bay has been okay with run defenses so far this season, but I think they're going to really clamp up here, put the ball in Brian Hoyer's hands. Yes, he's a veteran. Um, 
that, you know, to be honest, I think that New England offense is overachieved um, based on what I thought they would be. But there's got to be a little bit of an adjustment with Hoyer coming in. You got to wonder where New England's heads are in terms of, hey, how their season's looking, all that kind of stuff. I just don't think this is a good spot for them. I think that Green Bay can win this game. And again, if Vegas has them at minus 10, let's tack another field goal on there and take a shot with that for plus money. That's kind of the way I'm looking at it. Yeah, I love it, man. I think this is one of those spots where you could see the dam kind of breaking, uh, where maybe New England's defense can keep them sort of around for a little bit, but I don't think they're going to be able to muster very much offense, to your point. Um, just looking back at their scores even, the the Ravens are a defense that last week, and I know they have a lot of people injured. It blew me away how poor their defense was through a lot of that game. And the Patriots scored 26, which is good. But I, I think it was against a, a defense that's really struggling right now. And I think Green Bay in Lambeau is going to put up a lot more resistance against not Mac Jones. <laughs> too. I, I, you know, really, this is a game to me where I, I know I know New England's going to try to put Hoyer in a good spot there, and he is a veteran. But to me, this is a game where they could potentially have four turnovers and, you know, short fields for Green Bay. And I think once again, I, I – I worry about the psyche of New England just kind of going into that. Their their quote unquote leader, take that term with a grain of salt. With Mac Jones, <laughs> yeah. but their 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 leaders out. You know their season's not looking great. It just kind of it, it's almost like they they put up a good fight, but they they've realized okay that this isn't going to happen here. And you know you kind of wonder again if they if they do get down early or they are getting run on by Green Bay. Where do they go? And I think you're right. I think it's one of those ones where maybe it's it's relatively close in the first half and New England's kind of hanging around. But when the final score is there, Green Bay may win that game by two touchdowns. Yeah, I think so, too. So. All right. Um, what's your confidence level on the picks for this week? You know, the teaser I like a lot. So, you know, okay. if you want to put the three on that, I'm I'm fine with that. Um, okay. The under would probably be a little less if you're putting the one, two, three. I'd probably put it more in that two range just because at some point I believe this Raiders offense is going to figure it out. I, I just don't know what yeah. week that's going to be. I'm hoping maybe it won't be for one more week here. Um, but at some point they're going to figure it out. But right now I, I still like that bet. And then obviously the plus money bet for me is always just kind of a, a you know, take a crack at something that I think can happen. And again, I think Green Bay can have it. I, I wouldn't necessarily recommend uh selling some points and and uh you know buying up with green bay but again if, if you're willing to lay 10 and i know that's probably not what most betters are doing but if you're willing to lay 10 you could lay 12 and a half yep yeah. all right man i like it um good stuff this week looking at a sweep here and a plus money pick in the positive column I need one, man. It's like I said, zero and three on those plus it's money gonna, picks. Like, it's gonna happen. It is a little bit of a challenge in some ways. You know, after the first week, I was like, man, do we want to do this? It can be hard to find stuff, but it's kind of a fun challenge to to think what you think can happen. You know, it, it really is, and it makes you. It kind of forces you to search a little bit more, um, which you know, I, I never think that's a bad thing. So I, I really like it, man. And and one of these weeks will hit. I I'll tell you, <laughs> I thought last week I had that Bills uh, alt total over. And I really thought it was going to hit. I mean, it looked early on like they were moving, but obviously injuries, the heat, uh, you know, a couple bad decisions and plays. And I, you would think when a team puts up 500 yards of offense that they could get to 30 points, but or 31, which is what I would have needed, but yeah. it didn't happen. So, well, that's what I was going to say. Their offensive statistics, aside from points scored, you would have thought, oh, they got over 35 for right. sure. 
right? So it's that whole thing with sports betting, right? You're like, you're on the right side and you know that your cap was solid, but it didn't work out. And you know, sometimes that's, that's the way it goes. And that's how it goes. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, awesome, man. Thanks, Yanni. Uh, Appreciate you joining again. Good to talk to you. And uh, we'll hope you don't have too much rain down there the next few days. I appreciate it, man. Take care. We'll catch up soon. Thank you guys. Okay. If you're watching on the YouTube video, you will see that my name is different than it normally is. I have at cash with flash and there's a reason for that. It's because Phil Nasons is not able to join live this week, but he still was able to share some picks with me. And so I'm going to share those with you and give you what I think is, you know, a case for each of these picks and Phil maybe would add some other things. But that's what we're going to do. So the first pick up for Phil this week is the plus money pick. And that's the Arizona Cardinals money line at plus 108. Arizona hasn't looked good so far this season. However, you could certainly say that they have much superior quarterback play with Kyler Murray. I know that he hasn't been stupendous overall, and he's definitely missing Hopkins. But Baker Mayfield has been bad. And the underlying metrics with Baker are really bad. Arizona has underperformed so far this season, but if you look back to last year and the kind of team that they were and even what people expected them to be coming into the season, it certainly isn't a team that's as bad as what they've shown so far. So this is a game going up against a Carolina team that might be overvalued right now. Uh, Their defense has been decent, but their offense has not. Um, Even McCaffrey has been, he's been good, but by McCaffrey's standards, he's not lighting the world on fire. So to get plus money on a team that certainly before the season, I think people would have thought the Cardinals are better than the Panthers. And we we have new information, but I don't think it's as strong as some people are saying it is on the Panthers. So plus 108 on the Cardinals. Going to Carolina, look for the, the the Cardinals to potentially get right here a little bit compared to where they've been so far. Second pick is the Dallas Cowboys coming off a win. And I know Phil had Dallas on the money line last week as a plus money pick. This week, he's taken Dallas minus three at minus 120. Let's make sure that that is still the line that we've got here for the Cowboys. Yep, minus three, minus 120 going against Washington. Washington's offense had looked okay up until last week, but they were atrocious last week. And Carson Wentz is a quarterback that generally I don't like to trust, and I think many people probably don't like to trust. But the two biggest factors that I would say here that would make me lean toward a Dallas play, I don't know if it's why Phil's leaning that way or not, but these are the things that I would see is, number one, Dallas's defense has performed really well. And if they continue to play the way they have, they're going to get pressure on Carson Wentz, and that forces Wentz into mistakes when that happens. It is not good for Washington when Carson Wentz is trying to throw under pressure. I could definitely see the defense even getting a couple turnovers here, getting a pick six. The defense has been relatively dominant, and Washington has shown that offensively they can struggle against a team that's really good on defense. In terms of the offense, the Cowboys kind of got it going a little bit. Cooper Rush has been a downgrade from Dak, but maybe not a massive downgrade. He's serviceable, and they're running the ball ball well, and Washington's defense has not been good so far this year. And so Dallas gets to go up against a soft defense on offense. 
And then they're also at home, which always is a positive. So a minus three at home, you know, maybe this is a, a on a neutral, like a minus one or minus half. And so you're really just saying Dallas is a better team than Washington right now, with which with the way that Dallas's defense has been playing, I don't think is much of a stretch at all. So we got Dallas minus three, at minus 120. And then the last pick for Phil this week is the Texans and the Chargers under 44 and a half at minus 110. A few things that you could say about this game. One is that Houston's offense is really bad. Uh, I mean, you have Cooks, who is a decent receiver, but Davis Mills has struggled to get him the ball a ton. Um, also, lots of games going under so far this year. Talked about that with D on the segment with him. And so right now, I think you have to be looking to unders more than overs until this thing seems to right itself and the offenses get going a little bit. In addition, we don't know for sure if Herbert will be playing, but man, it didn't look good. And granted, it was Jacksonville, but it did not look good when he was playing last week. And so even if he plays, how hurt is he? How, how much is he going to be able to do? And if he doesn't play... You get Chase Daniel, who maybe is kind of a serviceable backup, but not someone to be scared of. And so getting under 44 and a half with these two teams that aren't looking great on offense right now, with both teams, I would say at the moment, their defense is potentially the better unit, though the Chargers defense looked pretty trash last week, but maybe they can recover some and Houston's defense has looked like the better unit out of the two for them. So under 44 and a half minus 110 in terms of confidence. I'll have to double check with Phil. Should have done that before I recorded. He generally likes to say they're all threes because he wouldn't say them if they weren't. But we'll double check and have that out to you when we post these things later on in the week. So again, for Phil, Arizona plus 108, Dallas minus three at minus 120, and Houston and the Chargers under 44 and a half. Next up, we got the return of Dean Nice off of a sweep last week on Best Bets. <laughs> also saw in another competition where you do one pick a week. Uh, with Digger and Dorshire, 3-0 and there too, so just freaking killing it, man. How's it going? Pretty good. Pretty fabulous start to the season. I'm not going to lie. The Eagles are 3-0. and I'm undefeated in a couple pick pools. Had a good week last week, but look, it's not going to be that easy the entire way. It's not easy to go 3-0. and It's not easy to go 0-3 either, but these lines are so <laughs> tight. <laughs> but these lines are so tight. So I try to come up with the three best bets to come on your show. And uh was a little bit dicey in week one. I avoided the over starting last week. And that's something that we've been talking about in the past week or so, right? That it's an under leg right now. So it's like, all right, take, yep. take the pedal off these overs, these team total overs that I used to like and alt overs and just kind of take that off the table for now, right? Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see if that starts to turn and if maybe to correct itself, we get a lot of overs uh, for a while. But I'm with you for now. I think we got to look at unders until some of these offenses get going more. So I agree. It'll be really interesting to see because you know that the league wants more points. Like they don't want these 11 10s in a football game, 6 3 at halftime. It's like, I don't even really want to watch that, to be honest with you. And I'll watch anything. It's like, okay, first half. <laughs> I'm going to take a nap and then I'll tune in towards the end of the game. But even at that, it's like 11, 10 guys. Come on. Yeah. It's been some rough stuff, man. Maybe we'll get some, uh, some better games this week and another sweep from you most likely. So hopefully another sweep, right? Coming up yeah. with some bets here. It's going to be um, an interesting week. I mean, all of the weeks are pretty interesting, but we have a hurricane to deal with. We have remnants of a hurricane to deal with. 
We have teams that I want to avoid. And I was like, you know what? I should probably avoid games that are involved with the hurricane or even some of the remnants of rain. And all three of my bets have to do with games that have remnants of the hurricane, potentially. <laughs> well, th- so that's, that's what I came up with. This week, hurricane remnant games from D. Hurricane that's- Ian is going to be something else. <laughs> hurricane remnant games is a good that's right for this. All right. Yes. Well, with that said, let's jump into the first hurricane remnant game then. What you, what first- you got up first this week? first hurricane is the hurricane in south philly so we'll start with my eagles i don't think i've had an eagles bet on your show yet but it's eagles no okay well no time like the present eagles minus four first half i got it at even money last night at fandle shopping around you could probably get even money still um the eagles look playing the jags and the jags are coming off of an awesome win nobody saw that happening i mean if we thought the Jags would win, it'd be like, what, 23-20 and Chase Daniels in? No, it was 38-10, right? They ran Herbert out there. Jags are coming off of pretty emotional win. Doug Peterson looks good. Great. Coming back to South Philly where he won the Super Bowl. Kind of emotional, everything like that, but that'll be out the window after that first kickoff. In the rain or not, the Eagles, I mean, they're grading out so high with everything right now, dude. I mean – Pass offense, pass rush, number one overall total yards. The part that's a little bit concerning is their special teams has been a little bit sloppy at times. We have some rain. Let's see what happens. And in the second half, they've kind of throttled down. So they've throttled down, I think, against the commanders, the Lions even a little bit, and then your Vikes because maybe they didn't Why not? To. Um, but that is a little bit of a concern. So that's why we're doing first half. They put up 24 points average every week because guess what? One, two, three weeks in a row, it's impossible to do, but they've been 24, 24, 24, which is hard to do. Uh, Hopefully we get another 24 spot. It's like 24, seven and a half time, but it's a tough spot for the Jags here too, in terms of you're coming out East after that West coast trip. I haven't checked their travel schedule, but I assume they're going to go home and they need to deal with, Jacksonville and the hurricane, everything like that. You got some family stuff to deal with. Bad spot overall. That said, I do think we're going to hit a sell high point on the Eagles. Not to say that I'm not um, huge on the Eagles. I think that they should be home field advantage, but I think that we'll hit a point where they're a little bit overvalued, but not yet. First half minus four. Yeah, I definitely think that could happen too. Um, and I'm so we talked about this before we jumped on. This is a bet I really like too. I probably won't use it with mine. You know, we'll, we'll let it ride with you, but you I will. Can. I'll give my endorsement, and I will say just in addition to some of the stuff that you were looking at, the average uh, difference if you put together first half performance, offense, and defense is six points between these two teams through through three games. Okay. So that covers the four. And then, like you already mentioned, Philly's margin of victory in the first half. The Jags have won by 17 and 9 in two of their games, but that was the Colts who really sucked. And then the Chargers, who knows what they were doing. And then they lost by 11 in one of them. So Jacksonville's been good in the first half, but I think Philly's just been off the charts good in the first half. So I think this makes a lot of sense. Totally. Hope it continues. I think that... There are teams in this league right now that I want to avoid. You name two of them, Chargers and Colts. It's like I can take a look at their spread and say, this is my thought and this is how they grade out right now, but what are we getting? Like, it's just, I don't know what we're getting at the quarterback position, who's hurt, who's not, who's washed up. So throttle down <laughs> on the Colts, even Matt though Ryan. I had them. Because I think that Matt Ryan's like, 
dead last quarterback in the league right now. It's not looking good for Indy. <laughs> it's not. It's not. So, hey, I have a, a decision for you to make because I went and I try to just look at the odds whenever we're recording. This is Wednesday morning for anybody who's listening. So yeah. you have a choice. You can take Philly minus four at minus 105 for the first half, or there's now Philly minus three and a half at minus 112. What was the first one at minus so 105? Minus four, 105, or minus three and a half, 112. So I should pretend like I'm a math expert on the spot. No, absolutely. It's more just like, what do you like better? <laughs> give me the minus three and a half in case it's 1410 right. at halftime. Give it to me or like 73 like in the sloppy weather, which it looks like caveat for anybody who wants to bet on this weekend. And if you're listening to this, you probably want to bet, right? Take a look at the remnants of the hurricane. Looks like in Philly, the worst days, Saturday, some heavy rain, 58 degrees. Sunday, it's pushing out. But just keep an eye on that before you are making your bets or even as this situation evolves down in uh, Florida. Yep, I like it. All right, where are we going for pick number two? Pick number two, bit of an ugly one. Also, I'm hoping that the remnants are out of this game. It's also a first half bet. Hold your eyes and ears. Panthers first half minus one at plus 105 at DraftKings. That's my plus money bet. If you can't get okay. plus money, then it'll cancel out my plus bet and I'll need to find another one. Um, it's not necessary. Huh? <laughs> no, no, go ahead. Go ahead. I talk too much. Um, you don't. <laughs> it's not necessarily a bet on Carolina. It's more of a Cardinals fade. The Cardinals, I think, are one of the worst teams. I know they're one of the worst teams in this league. They have Kyler, they have Hollywood Brown, and that's about it. In the first half so far this year, it's all been in domes, which is another thing going against them here. But they've lost 23-7 to the Chiefs, 20 nothing to the Raiders. We know how that game panned out. 13-6 to against the Rams. That was actually 10 nothing in the first quarter. So you put that together, 53-13 in the first half. I know you can't look too much at what's happened. Take a look at it, but they're going on the road outdoors for the first time. Could be sloppy weather. And you put that all together. It's like, what does Arizona do well? Kyler can run around, um, but there's not guys really freeing up for him. Average yards to the sticks. That's a stat on next gen stats. I like to look at how short of the first down marker are you throwing? He's second worst in the league. I think it was negative 3.1. Is that an element of him not doing his studying? Is that an element of his receivers not getting open because A.J. Green's washed up and he doesn't have Hopkins? Everything. You add in the rain, and you add in a Carolina team that, look, I don't think that they're even an above-average team. They're probably league average or slightly below. I think that they're a little bit better than what we've seen so far. They've played some close games. They had the Browns late. They blew it. They had the Giants' sloppy game again. So they're one and two. Played the Saints last week, looked good. Christian McCaffrey, I think he'll get his. And I think that Baker, I know none of us are big on Baker, but he'll be able to do this. He'll be able to get us to that minus one in the first half as the Cardinals are just looking around and be like, it's pouring rain, this season sucks, our coach sucks, and we're going to lose 10 nothing in the first half. <laughs> 
I think uh, I think weather is interesting in this one, man, because I will say that I am definitely not a Panthers believer at this point. And a lot of that has yeah. to do with Baker, but some of those other underlying metrics you can look at, too. However, I think if it's sloppy, that's good for Carolina, because I think it takes away to some or doesn't take away, but minimizes some of what Arizona potentially could do with Kyler running around Hollywood Brown, mostly being fast. Um, some of that kind of stuff. And then the Panthers with McCaffrey may be better able to run the ball. Their defense is pretty solid. And I think if they're if the Cardinals are trying to run it, that plays into the Panthers' hands. So, hey, if we get a little rain here, I, it makes me like this even more, actually. Shop it around for sure. I agree with all the points that you said there. I think it's a good spot for them. I'm not big on Carolina, but I do think that they get to two and two. And this could be a game that gets away from the Cardinals early. And all of a sudden it's like, oh, they're down 14-3 at halftime. That turns into a 27-3 final. And they just mail it in and they go back to Arizona where they're playing the Eagles in week five. That's rough for them. Um, That's rough. (laughs) And I will say uh, for this one, again, checking the most recent lines, we got Carolina minus a half plus 105 in the first half. So beautiful. Even if it's a one point game, you get that win. So then where is that line at? Uh, The minus one. Yeah. Let me look here. Because I got DraftKings right now at plus 105. Probably not the greatest form of podcast right now as I'm asking pointless questions. It's phenomenal. Hey, this is just an example to everyone of how you need to line shop, right? That is true. That's what we're really doing here. Yeah. So you you can get minus one and a half at plus 112. Um, I don't see any ones on the screen that I'm looking at. But so if DK has minus one at plus 105, FanDuel win bet are minus a half plus 105. Okay. Okay. Sign me up. All right, you're signed up. Signed what, are we, up. what are we wrapping up this three-pack of Hurricane Remnant picks with? A Hurricane Remnant pack. This is not going to be something that Yanni loves. Um, and shop this around. I hope that this number is not gone. It was starting to get a little bit murky this morning. Ravens plus three and a half. Ten minutes before we started recording was still available at points bet. I got it at Bovada last night. Hopefully by the time that this is out there, it's still available. This is not necessarily a fade on the bills, even though that they have a lot of secondary issues and yeah, they lost against the dolphins, but yeah, Josh Allen did put up 400 yards. It's more of a bet on the Ravens at home. Their offense. If I had to name an an MVP right now, might not even be Josh Allen. I think it's Lamar. He's playing for that contract. That elbow injury allowed us to get a minus two and a half that elbow injury, right? Because it didn't look that bad. So plus three and a half, I think is too many points. I, I do think we talked about this on your pod or, or yeah, on your pod on Sunday night that the over under is ticking higher and higher. This is another potential weather game. So I think that plays in well. If we have a weather game, we could see it being 2017, 2320. Again, it, it's not a fade on the bills. I'm not coming with a ton of stats here, but you know, if you want to take a look at stats against the Ravens, I mean, the reason why I'm not having this as my plus money bet Ravens on the money line, which is probably like what plus plus one sixty at this point, they're giving up yards and they gave up 7.1 yards per play against the Patriots last week. I think that there's some things that they need to shore up with their defense run defense pass. None of it's really grading out that well. I do think they'll eventually be more cohesive as a unit. They'll come back. They know this is a big game. They'll have a good game plan in place. Plus weather again, I think that, plays into the Ravens' hands as you're home. You don't have to worry about getting there, everything like that, hurricanes. So 
plus three and a half, plus three if you can get some plus money, great. But the hook is really what I like here. Yeah, so right now the best that I see out there is plus three and a half at minus one fifteen, which I think you know is still is still good. Yeah, uh, we'll we'll hide this recording from Yanni because I haven't made this bet yet, but it's definitely one I've been looking at. I think that the until the Bills get that defense healthy, um, it's problematic for them, and they're going to be able to score. The Bills are a great team, yeah. but it, but I think like you're saying, I can see this being a close game in Baltimore with Lamar playing so well and everything. So if it's a close game to get over a field goal is, uh, is a good spot to be in. And I'm with you. Like I wouldn't want Baltimore's money line in this game. I think it's iffy, but, but I like that three and a half as well. Yeah. Call it what? 26, 24 bills. Like I do. Yeah. Think right. Bills are a potential Super Bowl team, but until they get that short up, I mean, they had Xavier Rhodes coming in for a visit. Is he going to get signed to the team? I mean, they'll get this together and they'll get healthier. And I know that Josh Allen is great. He'll get his, his yards, hopefully points a little bit more than 19. If you're a bills fan, but if you're giving me that hook at three and a half, then I got to take it in this spot. Yeah. I think I know this isn't the main thing we're talking about, but I do think the the total here is interesting too. I early played under 55 and we're at 51 and a half right now. But what I'm saying is like, if it gets, I don't know if it'll go this far, but if people get affected by the weather news and stuff, and this gets to like 49 and a half, I would definitely be looking at a middle at this point, at that point, because these are two good offenses against two injured defenses. And so I think people may overreact to some of that news and this, could potentially be like when you said 26 24 i thought yeah that's that seems about right to me like if we get under 50 i think you gotta at least look at the over but we're not there yet i agree with you and that's a good call great call on the under 55 especially in a league right now where it's like should anybody get that 55 (laughs) that was my thought process was like that's a lot of points when no one's scoring that much (laughs) right two teams that should qualify are the ravens and the bills but totally look at the forecast again again if it looks like it's going to be the worst up here on Saturday, everything's moving through on Sunday. I think this is a one o'clock game, not a late afternoon game. So let, let's see. But if that's moving through and that ticks down into the high 40s, I think we fire on and over here and you get your middle and I'll just ride the over. Yeah, I like it, man. Bonus picks. Bonus, Bonus picks. remnant picks around here, man. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> awesome. Hey, so last thing, uh, wh- what's your confidence level for your picks this week? I always forget to put the confidence levels. I know that's why I circle back to it, man. At first I was unsure about doing the confidence, but it's been kind of fun to watch how that shakes out uh, on a weekly basis. So, yeah, but it's pretty interesting too, that like the confidence of threes have been doing really well. And the ones were like, well, you're going to pull my finger, pull my finger is not the term (laughs) I'm looking for. Twist my arm. Pull my finger, you'll have something else happen. <laughs> um, I mean, on those my picks, maybe pull my finger is, is appropriate. <laughs> yeah. Pull my finger for these uh, confidence values. Pull my finger on this. Uh, Panthers first half, we're going to go with a two. Okay. Eagles first half, we're going to go with a three. And Ravens plus three and a half, we're going to go with a two. I like it, man. Very good. Awesome, dude. Well, 
Hey, thanks for the uh, coffee and football conversation again this morning. And we'll look forward to another sweep. And, you know, oh, by the way, uh, at this point, probably most people know, but hopefully we're getting some new people who are listening too. So yeah, uh, D has a podcast on Wednesday nights. He releases it. Well, we record it Wednesday nights. He releases Thursday. That's a deeper dive into a lot of these games, a lot more conversation. And I think one of the great things about that compared to a, a, something like this is you actually start to see other angles and sort of increase your knowledge on these games. And I always love podcasts like that because it helps me think through bets that could be good to make that I'm not thinking about. So make sure totally. you follow follow D at Sir Wager Rager. Um, and then Wager Rager in general is at Wager underscore Rager um, so that you get that stuff as it's coming out. Anything else about that, man? For sure. should probably consolidate it into one Twitter account, but my thought was have the content on wager underscore rager and then all my nonsense as I'm complaining about the Phillies and everything else and life on my main Twitter account. But yeah, no, um, it's great. We have you on there as you can get on there, JJ and Yanni from the Bet Crushers. I'll mix in any knowledge that I have as well. We meet on Wednesday evenings. We break it down for like an hour and a half, trying to do like four main games that we take a look at, sometimes five. But to your point, as we're talking through it, other angles will come up. Be like, hey, this game we're not talking about, but this is a teasable angle. So it's a lot of fun. And then we start to put together thoughts of, okay, hey, these these player props might not be posted yet, but when they are, let's take a look at this because we like this guy to go under his yardage total or potentially over. So great times all around on yep. the Wager Rager pod. Absolutely. Hey, and I'm uh, I'm actually thinking about splitting out the Twitter accounts too. So I, I don't think it's a bad idea, man. Then you can then you can go off on the personal stuff as much as you want. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like good. if I get canceled, cancel the personal one. The that's way right. You'll still have the other one with our content. <laughs> that's, right. <and> that's that. <laughs> All right, man. Hey, have a great day, and I'll talk to you tonight. Sounds good, brother. Okay. See you, dude. All right, it's my turn to make some picks. And I got a theme this week, too. We've had the Hurricane Aftermath picks. I think that was the main theme, but mine is going to be first half bets. So as I was looking at things, there there's some other stuff I like full game. And as always, if, if you want to follow all of my picks, you can do that on BetStamp at Big Tasty Picks. So go ahead and check that out if you want to see everything that I'm taking. But the picks I'm going to give here are all first half. And I'm going to start out with Philadelphia minus four first half. Oh, actually, we realized with the minus three and a half at minus 112. That's what I'm taking. I won't say too much on this because D and I talked about it. If you want to hear more of a breakdown and thoughts on why this is a good spot, go and listen to his. I was going to go ahead and take something else. But number one, these three picks I'm sharing are my first half picks, and I like to have a theme, so I wanted to stick with that. And also, this really just is one of my higher level confidence picks, and so I don't want to come off of it just because D shared it. Um, so I'm just I'm with him again. Go listen to that that breakdown if you want to hear more about it. But I'm taking Philadelphia minus three and a half at minus one twelve for the first half. My second first half pick is the Detroit Lions minus three at minus 105. This is another one I really like. So Detroit is back home. They've been playing well through the first three games of the season, obviously letting things get away from them like they did with my Minnesota Vikings. They really should have had that game, and it is a bit concerning because this is sometimes what the Lions do. The Vikings kind of can do it too. 
But the Lions lose close games and they find ways to lose them. And it's a little bit concerning to see them doing that again this season. You want to see them take a step up, but they're hanging with decent teams. Whatever you want to say about the Vikings, they're, they're probably not probably they're not an, a top echelon team in the NFL, but they're a good NFL team. And the Lions had them beat. The Eagles are one of the best teams, I think, in the league. Maybe not the best. You know, there's some good teams in the AFC, obviously, but one of the best. And the Lions hung right with the Eagles. They're right there in these games against really solid teams. And so I think the Lions are better than people think they are. I think they've been downgraded unfairly a little bit right now. I think going home is a good thing for them. And then their opponent, they get the Seattle Seahawks. The Seahawks still, when I run my projections for the season and look at underlying numbers, are in the bottom three in the league in terms of, I think, worst three teams. They are better at home. Here's one of the things that drives this home to me is if you look at Seattle in the first half, they've actually been a decent team in terms of scoring in the first half, 12.3 points per game. However, the two games they've been at home, they scored 17 and 20 in the first half. Their one game on the road, zero points. Uh, they also are not doing so well with giving up points. They're averaging giving up 16.7 points per game in the first half. And that's how many Detroit's averaging. And Detroit's been a little more consistent. They've scored 14, 22, and 14 in the first half in their three games. So I think this is a phenomenal spot for Detroit. I get a little bit nervous of can Detroit close it out. For, for Lions fans' sake, I hope they're up by 20 or 28 even after three quarters and, and can – <laughs> you know, even the Lions can't throw that victory away or find a, find a way to get to, to lose it at the end. But man, first half, I could definitely see the Lions being up by at least a touchdown after a half here. And we're getting minus three, which gives you a little bit of insurance if it is a field goal game at halftime. But you still get the push. So I really like that pick. And then my third pick this week, my plus money pick is actually, if you go to my bet stamp, you'll see that I bet the Colts minus three. I did that last Saturday or something. I thought that line might move. I may have underestimated how bad the Colts actually are. I keep holding on to the fact that preseason, I thought that they were going to be a pretty strong team this year, and a lot of people I respect did as well. But Matt Ryan has looked terrible. And so I'm not hedging off of that in terms of full game, but I am taking the Tennessee money line in the first half at plus 160. And I think this is really good value. Again, if you look at the first half metrics for these two teams, the Colts have been terrible. They've been behind by 7, 17, and 4 points at halftime. So they've been behind in all three games. They're averaging 4.3 points uh, per, per game in the first half, and they're giving up 13.7 points per game in the first half. On the other side, you have Tennessee, who got blown out by Buffalo, but has actually looked okay in their other two games, and they've especially looked good in the first half of their other two games. And honestly, even against Buffalo, they got absolutely blown away, but it wasn't in the first half. They were down by 10, which is a substantial margin, but when you look at the final score for that game, maybe not so bad. In their other two games, they've been up by 13 and up by 14 at the end of the first half, so they're coming out and playing well to start games. And then tailing off at the end, even though they did hang on to barely win that game against the Raiders. So Tennessee is averaging 14.7 points per game in the first half and only giving up nine. So giving up a little bit more. Lots of different. I'm not just using one number here, but if you do average out the numbers together of points scored and points allowed in the first half, 
you come out with averages of 14.2 expected points for the Titans and 6.65 expected points for the for the Colts, which would give the Titans 7.55 expected margin of victory in the first half in this game. And we're getting money line at plus 160. Now, certainly the Colts could end up being that team that we think they were supposed to be. Um, if they get Shaq Leonard back on defense, that obviously helps them a lot. But man, unless Matt Ryan can step it up a little bit, I think their offense is going to be lackluster throughout the season and they're going to have to hang in close games. And again, if this is a close game, especially through the first half and I get a team at plus 160, that seems like reasonably good value to me. So I'm going to take the Titans money line first half plus 160. In terms of confidence on those picks, you can probably hear it when I talk about them, but I'm going confidence level three on the Lions first half. Confidence level two on Philly first half and confidence level two on Tennessee first half money line. All right, that's going to wrap it up for the best bet show this week. Again, please do give some love, subscribe, like the video, review the podcast um, and, and, and comment. We'd love to hear not just me, but the other cappers on here. We'd love to hear what you think of the picks, where you think we're idiots, uh, where you agree and think that we're on the right track. Other things that you're seeing, bets you really like, please do share those things because it's a lot of fun to interact about those. You can always come at me on Twitter at NBA Attack with one A. Check the show description for the Twitter handles of the other guys on the show so that you can interact with them as well. Hey, I hope it is a great week for you betting the NFL and that we can all come back next week with a little more green in the pockets. Have a good week. Peace.